Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for Beauty Talk. I'm glad you guys decided to tune in with us today. We are live uh, right now um, at 4 p.m., and then we're back on uh, 9 p.m. Um, but we wanted to accommodate our guest today. She's in London, and we wanted to make sure that she was able to get on at a reasonable time. So uh, that's, you know, why we're on live earlier today. But nonetheless, we're thankful that we are heard all over the world and no matter what the time, you can always go back, listen to um, the playback. You know, we are on uh, pretty much everywhere podcasts are heard. So you can catch us at uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, of course, and so many other um so many other platforms. So, again, we say thank you for tuning in. We just want everyone to know if you have a comment or a question for today, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Um, also, we take your emails at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, and you're always welcome to leave a question or comment on our Facebook page uh, we are Beauty Talk Online on Facebook as well. And right now I'm going to turn it over to Denise so that she can greet you guys as well. Good afternoon, everyone, and hello to our guest today. I uh, just wanted to take the time to say again, thank you guys for joining us and um, and for, you know, tuning in to Beauty Talk a little early. And, if, and for those who uh, don't get a chance to check us out live, definitely uh, check us out tonight at our regular um, scheduled time as well as on the uh, replay if you have to check it out later this week. But just as a quick reminder for those of us here in the U.S., um, there are primary elections happening all over uh, <clears throat> all over the country. Um, right now, a lot of them were uh, rescheduled to uh, sometime this summer, and so we just had um, – uh, primary elections here in Georgia. So I just wanted to give the date for uh, those states coming up um, here later in June. Um, it's very important that you get out and vote. So I just wanted to give uh, the date for the following states. For Kentucky, Mississippi, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia, um, your primary elections are coming up on June 23rd. Again, that was Kentucky, Mississippi, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia, June 23rd. 
And then coming up on June 30th will be Virginia, Colorado, Oklahoma, uh, and Utah. Again, that's Virginia, I'm sorry, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Utah coming up on June 30th. Then Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, New York, Mississippi, and Kentucky on June 23rd. So get out and vote. And if you're not sure about um, your particular state, we'll definitely be letting you guys know here on Duty Talk um, in the next coming week. But also you can go to vote.org, vote.org, to get any um, and all information that you need about the elections coming up, whether you're registered to vote or not. If you're not registered, you can get registered on vote.org. You can also, excuse me, you can also request an absentee ballot. So check out what your state um, policies are on absentee uh, voting, and um, you can get all that information on vote.org. All right. And before we bring our our guest on the line, I just wanted to say that on uh, Thursday, this past Thursday, both my sister and I were invited to speak on a panel uh, with Michael DeVellis from the Powder Group. Uh, it was black, uh, black makeup artists, the black makeup artist experience. And we got to share um, some of our experiences with racism in um, the beauty industry. And for us, you know, we, because my sister and I work in two industries, this beauty and entertainment, um, <clears throat> we just got a chance to share some of our experiences. It was a great conversation, and I uh, shared with Michael before the actual panel took place that I was actually interested in carrying the conversation forward after Thursday. And so I would definitely like for you guys to stay tuned because in the coming weeks, we will carry that conversation forward right here on Beauty Talk. Um, but it's, we're going to go in a little uh, bit deeper, not just makeup artists and hairstylists, but I'm going to be inviting producers, um, publicists, um, you know, maybe even actors um, to share their experiences as well. We just want to be able to open it up to as many people as possible to come and to hear and to learn what black artists and black creatives go through um, and just to kind of shed some light to see what it is that we could do together to move forward. So again, stay tuned. We'll be posting some information on our beauty talk page on Instagram um, and Facebook. And of course we'll be making announcements about it here. So it's just a very important conversation that needs to be had. And we definitely want you guys to tune in as often as possible. It will be a series probably at least anywhere from a six to eight part series. So um, it's going to be ongoing um, until we, you know, until we feel comfortable with, with, you know, the information that we've put out and, and, you know, making sure that everyone gets the opportunity to, um, to tune in and hear. So again, stay tuned for that. We will be back um, with more information about that in the coming weeks. But right now we are so excited because we have our friend on the line with us today, Ms. Christina Ajayi. And Christina, um, as I bring her on, let me just bring her on right now. Hey, Christina. Hello, Denise and Denise. How are you? Good. We are you? wonderful. Good. Good. 
So I was just going to say that um, you, for, let's see, how many times now? For the last, for maybe, has it been three times two. you've introduced us at IMAX or two? Yes, yes. No, so this one would have been free, obviously, um, this May, but obviously it got canceled oh. due to the COVID-19. Gotcha. Okay, so it's been two. So Christina has introduced us at IMAX London for the past two years, and uh, we've become friends, traveled together. So how's it going? How have you been? I've been really good, actually, you know, um, during the whole COVID-19. You know, you kind of get accustomed to what's going on, and you just get on right. with it. Really good, yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what, Christine, I was thinking about you when it came time, um, like when everybody was looking for hand sanitizer, I was like, I wonder if Christina still has any hand sanitizer left over from us. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I still have some as a matter of fact. <laughs> I figured you did. <laughs> because when I was like, when I had run out of hand sanitizer and then just like in a makeup bag somewhere I found one of the little ones from um from um Bath and Body and I was like, Oh my God, yeah. this is a lifesaver. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so how so how are things over in London now? So you guys are getting back to normal? We definitely are. I mean, we're going into phase three, so come tomorrow, the 15th, all the non-essential shops open over here. So you have the clothing shops like Zara, H&M, and all stuff like that will be opening. The schools, um, some classes actually opened last week, so they're doing it as a phase kind of thing where certain years are going and certain are still off school, but um, we're slowly seeing some kind of normality over here which is great because um, it's not something that we're used to. Right. Right, exactly. Well, you know, so I can't really speak for the year. Go ahead. I was going to say, I can't really speak for how things have gone in the U.S. because it's just a little crazy right now. Um, I believe the numbers are going, are still going up. Um, really? With, I feel like some states have opened back up prematurely, and then with all the rioting that's been going on and the protests, um, it's just, I, I feel like, I believe from, from the reports that I'm hearing that the numbers are going up, and that's in different states. And so I don't know, you know, there's, there's still, some places still have opened things back up, but I don't know how great of an idea that is. So we'll see. We'll see, yeah. I mean, even over here, uh, yesterday there was a report of the same thing where in some areas of London, the infection rate did go up, and it could be as well because primarily we have opened up, he's eased the lockdown quite early over here as well. So we are hearing some kind of news as what you just said. The infection rate is mm-hmm. going up in some areas. But um, I'm hoping that it doesn't get any higher and we can just stay stagnant and the numbers of the death rate keep falling, which is, you know, which is what we want. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I thought my sister had something to say before. Did you? 
Oh, no, no. I was just, she just addressed it. I was going to um, just ask about the, um, the, you know, if the rates were going up or, you know, infection rates were going up or not. But she just addressed it. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh. So, Christina, why don't you, this is your first time on the show, why don't you just yeah. introduce yourself to our listening audience and just tell everybody a little bit about what what your connection to the beauty industry is. And then um, tell us a little bit about how you are connected with the Juvia's Place brand. Okay. So my name is Christina Ajayi, as you just mentioned. And first of all, I'm a mother and a wife. I work as a personal stylist. I work as a host, as you know, at the makeup trade shows over here in London. And I love all things makeup. I mean, how I became connected with Juvia's is just what it represents. You know, four or five years ago, while watching a tutorial on YouTube, I stumbled across this brand called Juvia's. And I think what got me was the the pigmentation of her palettes, you know. Mm-hmm. And going on forward, um, a good friend of mine for me, um, who I think you, you saw last year, did the first collaboration with Juvia's, and that was the Queen palette in the Juvia's Times Fumi collaboration. So I had the opportunity mm-hmm. there um, because I, I, you know, I'm good friends with Fumi, and I'm also her personal PA. So she took me along for the campaign, and that's when I met the owner of Juvia's Place. Um, such a beautiful soul she is, Chichi. Yeah. So. Tell us a little bit about Chi and her story and how, how she even started the brand. Okay, so Chi is from Nigeria. She's a Nigerian sister. And she started the brand with near enough nothing, I would say. You know, she um, said that she tried to get a loan and no one would give her a loan. So she had on her at the time only $2,000. So with that $2,000, it was how could she bring her vision to light, you know, with this great brand idea that she had? And what she did with that $2,000, you know, from her two-bedroom apartment, you know, in the States, she set off first of all and she created brushes. So she did makeup brushes and she did makeup tools. And that in turn gave her the capital to then go ahead and create, as we know, the first Nubian palette which we all know she took to the makeup trade show and it sold out. So it sold out even before it actually went online. And um, that's how Juvia's Place started. You know, I mean, the name Juvia's in itself comes from her two children. She has two children, a son and a daughter. So the combination of those two names is how she named the business Juvia's Place. Such a beautiful thing to do. Oh, wow. That's really nice. Um, what is it that attracted you to Juvia's Place? I think for me, it was what the brand as a whole stands for. Um, like myself, and I think many of us can account for the same thing, women of color especially, I had gone about, you know, year in, year out, trying to find a makeup that was suitable for my complexion because I'm dark-skinned, and I just couldn't find anything, even when it came to eyeshadows, because I'm a very vibrant person when it comes to colors. I love all the loud and bright colors. And I just couldn't. So when I saw what she had to offer for women of color, I mean, for people of color, from the lightest to the dark, darkest, I think that's what attracted me to the brand. And I just became addicted to Juvia's Place, basically. 
Yeah. And then, and then all, I think all. Pardon me? Can Go you ahead. say that again? Yeah, I think also, um, I think also the the pricing of her product to, very for me. Yeah. Very affordable. Definitely. Very affordable. When you, I mean, when you look at her eyeshadow palettes and you look at the pigment and you and you see the price of the palette, it's almost unbelievable. Like this. This shouldn't be happening almost. You know what I mean? No. I mean, no. It's over very she's reasonable. giving it away free for the prices that right. she's selling it at. Yeah. Yeah, especially when she has her sales during the holidays. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? 50% off. And then you use the discount code. With, um, She has many discount codes. I always use the discount code for me. So you get an extra 10% off the sales. You know, you can't get any better than that. No, you can't. No. <laughs> Well, let me ask you, what do you think, when it comes to women of color, what do you think it is that we're looking for when we're looking for a brand of a cosmetics? I think, first of all, you have to take into consideration every shade. You know, like I said, from the lightest to the darkest. And when I say darkest, I mean the darkest of the darkest. And I think this is what this brand in particular did, you know, to the point that, Denise, she was even willing to take a loss when it came to the darkest foundation because we do know from the eyeshadow, she went on to foundation and that we saw a huge range in the, the selection she had. You know, it went from light to medium to dark to darkest. That I think when it comes to women of color, that's what we're all looking for and that's what we all expect, which we didn't have from other brands in the past. So when, right. so when you say okay, so when you say a range, because I, I mean, I, and I guess for me, I'm coming from, I guess in my head, a makeup artist standpoint. But yeah. then I know for the general consumer, the general consumer is not going to sit and and mix two shades. The, you know, the general consumer is looking for the closest thing to the perfect shade. So so that range, that range from lightest to darkest. Like I, I mean, I've seen I've seen brands have ranges from light to dark, and it it fits. Trust me, a lot of people. Like one brand yeah. that I'm thinking about just now is like Bobby Brown, and that was like before she even added those extension shades. So so does the range of foundations have to be a forty plus range, or is it a or could it can it be a range of you know? let's say 20 shades as opposed to 40 or 50 shades. Like what is, like, because I, I feel like, the, you know, I think when Rihanna came out with her 40 plus shades, I felt like now every brand after that felt like they had to do at least 40 shades. And so sometimes when you go into like a Sephora or something and you look at the shades of foundations, you see a bunch of shades that nobody's touched. Like it's not selling. So I'm just wondering, does that really have to be a, 40 plus shade range of foundation or can that can that number of shades decrease when you put it like that i would say that number can decrease because it's not about the amount of shades you have it's about what's available to suit each skin and the it comes with that's right that's right so and i think people i think people are missing i think some of the brands are missing the mark on that i think they speak you know, it's almost like a competition. Oh, we've got 40 shades, and it's like, but then all the dark shades look alike. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's not about them 
who can have the darkest shades when you're doing the darker shades? There's got to be the right combination of red, the right combination of, of yellow. You know, there's got to be that, that perfect mix, you know, but some brands, in my opinion, are just not doing that. It's like they're just too busy trying to be competitive to get the sale. Yeah. Which is so true because unlike you, as you said, who is a makeup artist, you have many people who are not makeup artists, so they don't know when it comes to the undertone, you know, what, what right. what's the light, what the darkest, what actually matches their skin. Some of us are light, some of us are warm, some of us are yellow, some of us have that mm-hmm. red undertone. So like you said, if you have 40, 50 shades and someone who doesn't really know anything about makeup but wants to get into into makeup, you're confusing that person, you know? Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. I agree with what you just said, definitely. You know, the range could come lower, but just pointing out to, you know, people of color and just any individual as a whole, you know, just I think educating them about what it is they need to buy and need to have for themselves. Mhm. Mhm. You know, I think, it, I think the makeup as a whole is all about educating, you know, ones who, who don't really know anything about makeup and wanting to, to start doing makeup or even just for oneself, for your everyday makeup, it's about educating yourself, you know, before even going out to buy anything. Right. Right. Now, I want, I want to talk a little bit about the actual products that Juvia sell. Now, one of the things that I've noticed is that when it comes to blush, she only has those two shades, which... I'm 100% okay with that because I've always yeah. felt with men of color, always mm-hmm. felt like a shade, some shade of orange is always so beautiful on dark skin. Yeah. Um, is there a reason why that she just only offers, because we have so many eyeshadow colors, is, this, is, is there a particular reason why there's only two shades of blush in the line? No, because not only, not that she has two blushes, but a lot of her palettes are versatile. So when you look at the colors yeah. and the ranges within the palettes, you can actually pick colors from in there to use as a blusher, as opposed to mm-hmm. just the blusher palette, you know. And not only that, with the as we know, they're always coming out with something new, you know. Every time she comes out, mm-hmm. she has a new edition. So I believe in the future, there will be a lot more other colors to follow from the ones she has. But for now, the palettes that she is doing and are and is creating, a lot of them you can be versatile with them and use as blushes as opposed to just eyeshadow. Gotcha. 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 Now yeah. I can't remember if it was a if it was if it was a post or a story that you put up and you showed all of your, your palettes from her. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> Now you you got me, like, saying, okay, I've got to catch up. When I tell you, (laughs) I mean, I have have a a nice number of them, but nowhere near your collection. But, you know, when I go out to the website, I see so many beautiful palettes that I haven't you know, I guess like I guess like when you're work like when we were working, we were always working and busy. So I'm not makeup shopping. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not necessarily out there looking to see what's out there. But then, then this shutdown came, so of course, 
you know, I'm not really spending money on something that I'm not going to really be using um, for work or on myself because I'm home every day not wearing makeup, not going anywhere. So I haven't, you know, really been online doing any shopping. Yeah. Um, I know other people who have been, but I have not. And um, But when I went out to her site, I was like, oh, my God. And I'm looking. And I see the berries palette, and I see the chocolates, and I see the nudes, and, yes. and you know, it's the violets, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get up. And, and a couple of them are sold out on the site. Yep, because the thing is, as you mentioned before, her palettes are very, you know, reasonable in price. So anyone really can afford it. And then plus she always has a good sales and a a promotion going on her site. So the thing mm-hmm. is, even if you wanted to buy one snake, you will actually, you know, just, you can't help yourself but buy all of them. I have every single one of them. And each time I say to myself, all right, I have all of them now. I have enough. And she comes out with another one. I literally cannot help myself. And I get on there and I buy it. You know, the latest as well, she's just come out and sold out in this um, COVID is the, Wahala palette. I don't know if you um, had the opportunity to see that. Uh, and it's saw that. Stunning. Yes, it is. And you know, and that leads me to my next question. Is there a story behind some of her palettes? Like, you know, the yeah. naming of them, um, you know, and first of all, the artwork is amazing. Definitely so. So, she, like I said, she's from Nigeria. So she she's representing her culture, and hence why mm-hmm. you can see that come through all her palettes. You know, it represents queen, the queen in all of us. You know, the warrior, the warriors, the empress. Mm-hmm. She represents. So when you look at the artwork on each palette, it represents some sort of queen and warrior. And each palette individually has a name. Each of those names represents something in her country, in Nigeria. You know, so mm. there's meaning behind it. Each of them, each of the names, it all represents something that is dear to herself, and hence why she names it. You know, just names that have meaning from things that maybe that she she's dealt with, and and yeah, and and just things that you can relate to as an African person myself. I'm actually, you know, proud that she's done that. You know, because I have seen a lot of brands that have done that actually. So yeah, yeah. It, you know, I know when I first. Um, I think I probably first saw the brand and heard of the brand when I was in um, Ulta, I believe. And um, I was just so amazed at the packaging. And that's one of the reasons what, you know, made me start like just buying a couple things, like every time seeing something new, oh my God, you know, it was the packaging that that drew me, the, the actual, you know, pictures on the packaging. Yeah, like the artwork. Yeah, the artwork, yeah. And it was just like, never mind, you know, never mind what's inside the palette because, you know, (laughs) it's only $14 and some of them $10. I'm like, no, that's not expensive at all. You know, Um, and then when you open, see how beautiful and pigmented the colors are. It's just amazing. It is. It really really is. is. And I think. That is the gap she saw in the market because she herself said when she went out there, she couldn't find anything for herself. And so she came about this idea, 
how can I cater for people like myself, you know, with this rich, vibrant pigment? You know, but if you if you if you think back, the first palette she did was the Nubian palette. It was more of a neutral, you know. Right. So that was the first one that came out. But even with that, the colors were very pigmented, and it popped on any skin. Again, from the lightest to the darkest. And then the second palette was the Nubian palette, and that's my favorite. Even up until this day, the Nubian palette is one of my favorite of all time. You know, the pigmentation mm-hmm. in those in that particular palette is outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, and you know what? You said something important. Like she said that she couldn't find, you know, anything for herself. And when you think about it, like when you talk about uh, women of color and cosmetics, one of the first things that everyone thinks about is the fact that, oh, we can't find foundation shades, you know, for us. But when you Definitely. think about the, the the different complexions and skin tones, you know, and especially for darker skin, not even being able to find, like you're saying, the eyeshadows that yeah. would pop in your skin. You know, you never really think about that as an issue, um, but, I, you know, I'm hearing what you're saying. You never really think about it, though, as an issue, though, but honestly, though, it is. It really is. Really is. Because if you think about it, back in the days, we would go to, I don't know, for example, I would go to the drugstore and I'll buy Revlon. And I'll mm-hmm. buy those palettes, put it on my eyes, but wipe it off and there was nothing, there was hardly anything on there. And so you would go for the lipstick and you'd use the lipstick as an eyeshadow just to get some color on there and still. But with these palettes, you know, you only have to have one swipe and that pigmentation is there. You can see it from a mile. You know, right. I think that's why when you see um, other makeup brands today, that's what they're also trying to do now. You know, that high pigmentation within their palette, which I think is great. You know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel absolutely. I feel like you you um, you you lose you use less product <laughs> that way when the products are pigmented. You know, you don't. It's not like they're constantly like you know, dipping that brush in that shadow, dipping that brush in that shadow to get that payoff that you're looking for. So you can, Definitely. you know, like you said, that one swipe, you, so you use less product. Definitely, yeah. Definitely so. And I think, you know, I think other brands should um, take a, a, a leaf out of her book, what she's done, and go on to do similar things because, you know what, at the end of the day, makeup is something where, you know, we all use it. It makes us happy. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're not beautiful without makeup because with or without, you're right. not beautiful. You feel good, you know, that feel-good factor, which I think, so in general, when, when, when brands are thinking about, you know, coming up with, with, with eyeshadow palettes, blushers, they need to think about their consumers, you know, especially women, people of color you know, more so now, I would say. Yeah. Right. Now, do you think, in your opinion, do you think the Juvia's Place brand addresses all the needs that women of color have when it comes to color cosmetics? I think they do, and I think they're still continuing to do so because what I've learned about them is they take on what their customers say, and not only do they take on, but they act. So, for example, when they first started, she started with brushes. 
And then after that, mm-hmm. it went on to unsaddle. And then it didn't stop there because then the consumers were saying, what about foundation? So then she went on to do right. foundation. And then it went on to stick foundations. Now, I don't know if you've tried her stick foundations, but they're absolutely yeah. beautiful. You know, they're soft. They're practical. You can just throw it to your bag. You know, it's easy travel for travel purpose. And she didn't stop there. She did concealer. You know, now um, apparently she's coming out, out with um, skincare. So for me, that is catering, you know. So I think when it comes to that, she is catering and, you know, listening to her consumers and trying to bring everything out, you know, to meet the needs of her consumers. Yeah, nice. Um, I, I think that's. I think it's really great. I think it's a nice line. I have. I've tried her foundation in the tubes. I have not tried yeah. the sticks yet because I wanted to try all of that. But um, you know, when I would go, it would just be like my shade would be gone. So, um, so you know, and I never had a chance to you know, go back and try to find anything for the actual shutdown. But um and for the most part I've I think for the most part when I purchase her products it's always at the at um Ulta. I'm not yes. sure of where else in the state they sell them, but I've just seen yes. it at Ulta. Yeah, it's just either yeah. Ulta or online for us. Yeah, that's okay, the, yeah. that's the only at Ulta and online, yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, yeah, so for the most part, it was always, um, you know, the shade that I was looking for was always sold out. I don't, I'm not, I can't remember if back when I was getting the foundation, if um, she had the concealer at that time or not. I just remember the foundation and the tubes and the sticks, but I know I've seen since then online that she has concealers. Um, yeah, yeah. So I really feel like she has. I like I can't wait for the wait for the store. You know, wait for things to get normal again, so I can yeah. you know kind of go into the stores and take your time and kind of play around uh, with the colors. But I do know that she has a sale going on right now. Looks she like does. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Now, one of the things that a lot of people, a lot of people, I guess, I don't know if you want to say complained about or whatever, or I've heard Mm -hmm. people mention a lot, a lot, like they would order online, but it would take a long time to get it. And I just kind of felt like because her products are so popular, that I'm pretty sure that they're always overwhelmed with online sales. Right. So... My experience with them, and I'm just talking on a personal level, and what I saw when I, you know, when I had the opportunity to go to UVS Places um, headquarters, when the orders come in, they're on it, they're shipping it out. So once it leaves the warehouse, it's really out of their hands. It's down to the career. So sometimes, exactly what you just said, you know, people say they're not getting their order on time. Most times it is to do with the career because I've seen, you know, personally with my own eyes, they they work day and night on stock because of the amount of orders that they get in, you know. But once it ships out, it's in the hands of the career, you know, who the, whoever that career may be, you know, DHL, FedEx, or, you know, whoever, you know, services they chose to use. So that's my experience because 
I live all the way in London, and I'll give you an example. I ordered just recently the Wahala palette that came out, and within the matter mm-hmm. of two weeks or so, I had it, and that wasn't express, considering we're in this time where, you know, things are not as normal, so it's taking slightly longer. So I got that within good time, I would say. And I know those who ordered um, it by Express, they got their palettes within three days, the ones I know of. So um, that's why right. I would say in regards to this matter, yeah. And I think also that a lot of the people, because I just heard this from makeup artists, and a lot of the people who, the makeup artists who said it, I think it's just that, you know, like when we're talking about it or they see another makeup artist on set with one of the pals and they're like, oh, my God, I want that. And then they go to order it and then they have to wait like a couple weeks, you know, versus a couple days. You know, it, it's, yeah. that, it's that I want to it now type of thing and then you have to wait because, you know, like you said, when you're ordering, they're shipping it out as soon as it comes in. So, yeah, you know, um, you know, first come, first serve type of thing, I guess. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I guess as well, that's something that they're, they're, you know, as a company, they're still working on as well with their, the process of how they, you know, deliver to their customers. But what I saw, like mm-hmm. I said, they work day and night in that shipping department, you know, that nonstop, nonstop. So I guess with the, the rate and the amount they have to ship out, Sometimes along the line, you know, logistics, you will get that delay with some of the, you know, the packages through the career, you mm-hmm. know, and it depends mm-hmm. on what career service you're using as well. Because in my experience, at times you order with DHL, it comes quicker than FedEx, you know. So gotcha. that's something gotcha. that yeah. maybe they can look at with the career service, you know, the ones they're cho- choosing to use, maybe look at that and see where they can change things in the sense that, you know, they can get it out quicker to those who are not getting their products quicker. Right. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Now, Chi-Chi, she's, I know she's from Nigeria, but does she live here in the States or is she still in Nigeria? No, she, yeah, no, she, no lives, she lives in New Jersey, yeah. She, she's from New Jersey. Yeah. And that's where the headquarters okay. are in Chicago, yeah. Right. And the reason why I ask that question is because, you know, I'm just curious as to how popular her brand is. Because I know in the United States and in London, like, we all love it. We all love it. So I was just curious um, as to what makeup artists and beauty enthusiasts in Nigeria are saying about her products. There's a couple of makeup artists also in Nigeria. I mean, I, I'm just going by ones that I've watched on YouTube again. And again, when I watch those YouTube tutorials, you know, when it comes to the makeup artists, they're saying the same thing we're all saying over here when it comes to Juicius. Because unlike before, the same way we can order is the same way they order in Africa, you know. So they're all mm-hmm. using her palette. I mean, as far as even Ghana, you know, I know, I know of Ghana as well. A lot of uh, makeup artists over there, and and just people in general um, use you know the Juvia Space Palace, and they're quite happy with what they get. Mhm. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. I'm just I'm just wondering if you have any like sneak peek information <laughs> um, in regards uh, to like what are we doing next. 
you know what? I I I wish I wish I could tell you, but you know, even I myself do not know. It comes as a surprise as well for me, you know. And when I see, it, I'm just as happy and, and as excited as everyone else is. So even with the Wahala palette, you know. I remember last year sometimes we had a sneak peek of a black and white um, case, but we didn't know what it was. It just said Wahala on it. I don't know if you remember that post. And everybody forgot about that planet, but, you know, they were working on it day and night, same way. And obviously it's just come out now during this COVID and it's sold out. So I'm sure mm-hmm. she's working on something greater than, you know, what she's just come out with, And but it's just us to wait and see. So my guess is as good as yours. I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, I tell you, she keeps it coming, though. I tell you. She really does. She's consistent, and that's what I love about her, you know. When you think she's finished and when you think there's no more, is when she pops out another and another and then another. So I can see even going into the future, there will be many more, you know, products that she'll be coming out with. So, you know, she's announced on her on her post that she will be coming out with skincare in the future. So I look forward to that. And I'm sure there's many other, you know, cosmetic products to come from Juvia's page, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the Wahala palette, um, and they say Wahala is translated drama. And... Um, yeah drama, trouble, or intensity, but I'm pretty sure in this case it's about the drama and the intensity. But it's a yeah. um, it's a 20 pan eyeshadow palette with very intense colors. It is. Um, yeah, they have some pearl shades, some creamy mattes, and glitters. Um, so that's exciting. It's like an, um, I guess like an all-in-one where you can get all of your different textures in one palette. You know what? Um, seeing it online doesn't do it justice. When you see it in real life, you know, it, it's actually amazing. I, I saw it, you know, when, when she first announced it, and I thought, you know what, this is really beautiful. But then when I had it in my hand, it, it's absolutely stunning, you know. And the pigmentation, again, you know, she she can't do no wrong when it comes to her pigmentation, you know. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely stunning. So I would advise... When it does come out, try and get your hands on it again, <laughs> if it doesn't sell out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make sure you leave your email so they can notify you when it comes out. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm glad you said that. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> because... I think I want to get my hands on that. Um, and, just, and, you know, with the... the um, the artwork reminds you of like African masks, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is. And and as you know, as you know, all her all her palettes, you know, she has that vibrant look. Each one is mm-hmm. linked to itself. Every one she comes out with, you're thinking, well, I wonder what she's going to do next. I wonder what she's going to do next. And like I said, she fails. She never fails. Like, even with this one, you know, the Wahala palette, I was thinking maybe, a, you know, another queen, maybe a, a prince on the side. And this time she came out with this beautiful mask of all colors. And I'm like, wow. You know, she really takes it that one step further when she creates her artwork, which is, you know, kudos to her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you know if in that particular palette, if it's 20 new shades, or, or do you find some of these shades in some of the other palettes? Right. Oh, so I tell question. you about Juliet's Place. She never repeats her colors. Even if you think nice. it's the same color in another palette, it's not. Because like I said, I've got all her palettes. And sometimes you think, mm, I've got that color. But when you go to compare it and you do the comparison, it's nothing like it. You know, I've checked mm-hmm. every single color she in this palette. You might find a similarity, but it's never the same. No two <laughs> palettes are the same. Yeah. Wow, nice. That's good to know because if you're somebody that's collecting all the palettes and then you sit and think like, oh, why am I spending money on this palette when I have some of these same shades, at least it's good to know that, you know what, you don't have those shades. So you don't have to worry about feeling bad about spending money on something you don't have because you don't have it, you know. So each, so if you have 20 of her palettes, then you have 20 palettes with all new shades. That, you know, exactly. that's not in the other people. Yes. I think that's the unique thing about, you know, how she went about creating her palette because with so many palettes you would you would one would think, Oh, you know what? Definitely with these palettes you, you will have a repeat of, you know, one or two of the colours. But like I said, I've not seen it, you know, for, for all the palettes she's created and even with this new one she's come out with. Um I've, the colors in there are outstanding. You know, every single color she's got in that palette is new. You know, it's new to the palette, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Is there anything different you would like to see from the brand that, that she's not currently doing? Um, For me, I would say when it comes to, because last thing. year when when she came out with the, you know, they're 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 used to doing the lip matte uh, lip, lip liquid lipsticks. So then last year she came up with two um, liquid uh, lip gloss that was with the Fumi Times X Juvia's collaboration. So I would like to see mm-hmm. a variety of lip glosses from her. I think that, that that's yeah. one thing. Also, as you mentioned, with the blushes, I would also like to see more colors, even though. A lot of the palettes she has created are versatile, so you can use them as blushes. And I would also like to see maybe from her, I don't know, eyelashes. That's another thing I, I would I would like her eyelashes, you know, mm-hmm. and primer. That's a thought, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I think for me, um, I think I'm – you know, I think I'm kind of cool with the, the two selections of blushes. Like, if she was to do maybe anything else with the blush family, maybe like a berry shade. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with what she has. And then, um, like I said, I still have to try the concealer and the thick the foundation. I do like it. Say that again. No, I said the concealers are beautiful and. What she did with the concealers, again, they're versatile. So you can use it as a highlighter, as a concealer, and you can use it as, you know, if you want to contour. So it's like a three-in-one there again. Yes, very practical. Oh, nice. And also, some actually use the application as well, actually. Oh, gotcha. 
Yeah, I do yeah. love the I do love the foundation that's in the tube. I really love that. You don't have to use a lot, and it gives you really great no. coverage. Um, Very constant. And then, but I'm just I'm just so in love with the palettes, though. I really am the eyeshadow palettes. I think we all are, you know, to to, to come up with such beautiful quality and and when you look at them, you think, oh, you know, for for ten dollars when it goes in the sale, fifteen dollars, and you'll think, is it is it what it represents for the price? I think it's beyond that. You know, with the pigmentation you get from these palettes, the pale is is like no other. So she's done a great job with her brand. She really has. Now, has have you noticed or has she noticed? Um, any people, you know, any other brands out there kind of like, you know, imitating her or, um, because basically when I'm, when I say that, like anybody can have eyeshadow palettes mm-hmm. and you can't, you wouldn't say, okay, that they're imitating Juvia's place, but with the, with the packaging and the artwork, has she experienced, you know, people, uh, not necessarily saying, "Hey, this is this is a Juvia's Place palette," and it's not, mm-hmm. but doing something very similar in terms of their of their packaging. Not not that I personally know of, because like you said, once you 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 see a palette that's similar to Juvia's, which I haven't as yet, you know, because I think maybe because I just turn my attention to Juvia's, you know, when I like right. a brand, I stick right. with that. I basically go to you know you know, venture from one to the other. So as far as I'm concerned, at the moment for me, it's a no. Her palettes, her palettes you know, they're so unique in what she's done with them. I think even if you wanted to do a replica, you, you know, you're looking at a tough job, really. I don't think you'll get it as close right. to what, yeah. Right. Absolutely. 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 So what's what's next for you? For me, you know, I as you know, I'm 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 still doing my hosting, I'm still doing my personal styling and I actually want to excel within the makeup industry like yourself, Denise. So um I'm not saying much <laughs> for now, but you know, I'm all about, you know, wait and see what's gonna happen in the future. So I'm exploring the beauty industry, you know, to be bigger and better. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And nice. Styling. Um, I'm I'm doing a lot more behind the scenes as well. So hopefully, when all the COVID is over and we're all quiet, um, you know, you'll see some amazing things that hopefully I'll come out with as well, with my personal styling. Okay. okay. So any plans to come to the states anytime soon? I mean, you know, once things clear up and get to go. Yes. Any plans for you Yeah, my flight was actually cancelled last Sunday. I should have been in New York. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> so you know me, I don't sit still, Denise. Um, it was no, on the no. <laughs> Yeah. So I was due for uh, New York and to come back and go to Ghana and go back to my hometown, Morocco. As you know, I'm in love with that country to do some more work. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. As soon as the doors are open, I will actually, you know, I will be running for that plane to be on, you know, and then I'll be back in the States. So, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> That's right. Christina Ajayi. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Christina. I know it's late where you are, um, so I don't want to hold you. Um, I know it's very late where you are, but I thank you. I'm so glad that we're able to um, have more guests that's out of the country on through this way, you know. Um, it's just trying to get these times together because it's going to be either late in one place and early somewhere else, and sometimes the early is too early, you know. Yep. <laughs> and the late is too late, but I'm thankful. I mean, for us, it's not too bad because I think we're only five hours ahead of you, so that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, our show is actually at nine p.m., so um, we do that every Sunday at nine. So that's our normal time. Right. So I would have had to stay up until one a.m. in the morning to do <laughs> right <laughs> for that. You should have told right. me. I would have. Just for you too, because I love you like that. Oh, oh. oh no, but we would, I wouldn't put you through that. No, <laughs> I wouldn't have put you through that. But we greatly, we, we do appreciate it, though. We appreciate you being on. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed the time with you. You know, a lovely experience. Yes, thank you so much, and we will be chatting soon. Very soon, and hopefully I can come back in the future with uh, more beautiful topics, uh, you know, in relation to beauty. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to hear what's going to be going on with you as far as beauty is concerned. So we'll definitely get you back on the share of that. Thank you very much. I can't wait to. Yes. All right, you go get some rest. I and know. we will enjoy the show. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much. And you. God okay. Bless. Have a good night. Good All right. So, God bless. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. And why don't you tell them where they can follow us on social media? Sure. If you are on Facebook, you can follow us. Uh, we are Beauty Talk Online Radio. On Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And on Instagram, we're Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. Some strange reason you just happen to type in Beauty Talk, we will pop up. <laughs> and then right. you can follow us. <laughs> and then if you follow you can follow Janice and I both on all of our social medias, Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram on um uh Janice is spelled J A N I C E T U N N E L L just by her name. And then me, I am Denise Tunnell, D E N I S E T U N N E L L. It's just as simple as that. Our Facebook, Instagram and Twitters are just our name. All right. Again, we uh, say thank you to Christina Ajayi, who's able to come on and um, share a little bit about Juvia's Place. She's worked closely with the brand. Um, and I just wanted to highlight a, uh, a Black-owned beauty brand on today's show. So I was thankful to be able to get Christina to come and help us out with that. So again, thank you very much. Uh, for those of you who may not have been on the line <clears throat> when I first 
when we first came on, I did mention that my sister and I both participated in a panel discussion on the black makeup artist experience. And I was sharing earlier that um, we are planning to continue that conversation um, in the, in the couple weeks coming up, we're still getting it together. So it's going to be a few weeks before it actually starts, but it will be anywhere from a six to eight part series. And we're going to continue that same conversation. You'll see some, you'll hear some different voices than you did before. And then there'll be a few of some of the same voices, but we definitely want to continue the conversations. We want to um, have producers on department heads on, um, you know, publicists, anybody that's working in entertainment, um, as well as makeup artists and hairstylists. But, um, you know, we just want people from all over the industry, black people from all over the industry to be able to come on and tell their stories so that um, other people can hear what we have to go through or what we've gone through. I'm not saying every experience that I share that I'm experiencing that right now, no, you know, but there's been times when I have experienced some of those things that I've, you know, that we shared the other day. And so um, uh, we just want to continue the conversation and we want to um, be able to move forward with uh, um, explaining ourselves and letting people hear our experiences and then, you know, coming up with a solution as to how we all can move forward together um, and be in a better place. So, again, it's going to be a six- to eight-part series coming to Beauty Talk. So stay tuned. We're going to be posting um, more information. We're going to be talking live about it, um, and we're excited about it. Um, So far, I've recruited some really good people to join us. So we're still putting it together, but we just want you to stay tuned for that because we're going to continue that conversation. It's so important. Um, so stay tuned for that. But again, thank you guys for tuning in during our early session. And um, again, this show will be back on tonight at 9 p.m. And of course, like always, you can tune in at any time, any day from any place around the world right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can also catch us on iTunes, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and many other platforms where they, um, where they broadcast some podcasts. So, again, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. Have a wonderful Sunday. Sunday evening, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, or even Monday morning, wherever it is you live in the world. We say thank you for tuning in, and God bless. Have a beautiful and blessed week. Have a good evening, everybody. Have a good evening.